0: Red Robin is bringing the heat with its limited-time summer heatwave menu. Put some sizzle into your summer with the new Scorpion Gourmet Burger with pepper jack and jalapeno coins. Or share some scorpion wings drizzled in scorpion pepper sauce and Whiskey River BBQ. And cool off with a refreshing pineapple chili margarita. If spicy isn't your thing, Red Robin has more than 25 gourmet burgers with free refills of bottomless fries on the side. Red Robin's summer heatwave is on. All summer long, but hurry in. It's only for a limited time.
2: Hello, celebrity gossip enthusiasts. I'm Travis Proden. You're listening to Us Weekly's Hot Hollywood Podcast. Today I'm joined by my amazing co-host, arbiter of style and beauty, Gwen Flamberg.
1: I feel seen, Travis. You know, I got soaking wet last night, but a little rain says wonders for the locks.
2: <laughs> Great. And the queen of the beach from New Jersey to Mykonos, Sarah Huron. I missed you guys so much. I'm so excited to talk to you. We missed you too. I can't wait to hear you talk about all these celebrities. And I know what your woe is, but very excited to hear it. But before we get into that, you know, we have a lot of news ahead of us. We have a Burger King who's taking back his throne, a mom who gambles on her new son-in-law, a pop star swerving some assault charges and tales of Eskimo brothers and much, much more. But first, let's start with our woes of the week. And, you know, because she's back in our area, on our screens, Sarah Huron, why don't you tell us what made you go woe this week?
3: I mean, I think it's very obvious that the news that Olivia Jade will be on Dancing with the Stars shook me to my core. In addition to Matt James, you know, we've got a bachelor, we've got a real housewife in Kenya Moore. Obviously this was Us Weekly confirmed these and ABC has only confirmed Jojo Siwa and um, Suni Lee. Is that her name? The Olympian? Yes. Very talented Olympian. <laughs> (laughs) Um, who will be on season 30 of Dancing with the Stars. But for me, I mean, the Olivia Jade of it all. There's so much to unpack. First of all, who thought this was a good idea? From Olivia's team, who is going to vote for her on this show? This is not going to get her sympathy by any means. And on ABC's side... I just feel like this is a backlash situation waiting to happen. Personally, cannot wait to see OJ up there trying to dance. Cannot wait to see the vlogs. Um, and the best part about this whole thing is how it came out is there was this picture of someone in a mask trying to look hidden going into the studio. And people figured out that it was Olivia because she was holding this bag that she's also posed with on Instagram. And just the whole thing, you guys, I mean, I'm going to vote for her, but is anyone else going to vote for Olivia Jade, daughter of Lori Loughlin, college cheating scandal, face of the college cheating scandal herself, college dropout, beauty guru, Olivia Jade on Dancing with the Stars. Don't
2: forget, symbol, symbol of white rich privilege as well. (laughs)
3: Alleged rower, (laughs) Olivia Jade. Yes. Are you guys going to vote for her?
2: Uh, absolutely. I mean, if she dances well, I guess. If she can do a mean samba, I guess. I'm more of a naturalist, Sarah. I vote for who can dance well. (laughs)
1: Fine. You guys, you know that Lori and Massimo gave Olivia Jade dance lessons when she was a kid. For sure. She took ballet. She took hip-hop. She's going to do well. And Sarah Kieran, I know you're going to vote for her every single week. You know what, Gwen? Even if
3: they didn't give her dance lessons, I'm sure she'll lie about it on her resume. So... (laughs) Truth,
2: truth.
1: Yes. <laughs> Love I don't you know. Though, in, scene, OJ.
2: <laughs> in this like the sh- like short times I've seen her move on TikTok and YouTube, it doesn't look very fluid or dancery, But <laughs> who's to say, Gwen? What made you go well this week?
1: You guys, did you see the pictures from the Dolce and Gabbana Altamoda show in Venice, where like seemingly every single celebrity looked next level amazing? I went whoa when I saw Jennifer Lopez in her head to toe, like fit for a queen outfit with a cape and a little handbag and a crown. And she just looked incredible. But really what made me go whoa is when fans on the internet spied that the price tag was still attached inside the cape and it blew open. And, you know, it's like, JLo having a wardrobe malfunction, is that an oxymoron? I don't know. Totally made me go "Whoa!" Well. How about you guys?
2: I, I liked the meme that had like the Ross dress for less tag on it instead of the Dolce Gabbana ones. That, that was my favorite thing to come out of them. <laughs> All I have to oh, say, the yeah. stars, they're just like us. Uh... <laughs> they're just like us. She said it, guys. She said it. Well, my Woe of the, <laughs> the Week is going to Olivia Rodrigo, um, because Good For You, that song's amazing. I listen to it all the time. And you could tell that it was inspired by Taylor Swift and Paramore. And now she has really, you know, put her money where her mouth is and giving it away to her celebrity friends because she is giving a huge percentage of royalties away to Taylor Swift and Haley williams because of their inspiration for the song the paramore song misery business sounds exactly like that song and fans were bringing that up so she gave them songwriting credits and it also sounded like taylor swift's um cruel summer so she put her on there and she's just giving millions of dollars for her friends and i think this just solidifies her as like a princess of pop and like a light bright energy in our lives. And I'm just so here for the Olivia Rodrigo of giving away millions. It is cute.
3: Also, Glenn, is it true that she's going
1: to the Met Gala? I think that she will be at the Met Gala. And if she's not at the Met Gala, then it is a huge fail on the part of Anna Wintour in Vogue because Who is more of the moment than Olivia Rodrigo? I bet that designers are bending over backwards to dress her for the Met Gala. And it's about American fashion this year, guys, the Met Gala, which is on September 13th. I can't wait. Not exactly the first Monday in May, but close. I'll take the second Monday in September. Anyway, I feel like nobody is more of an American icon legend right now than Olivia Rodrigo and everything that she stands for. So I I think we're going to see her on that carpet and I'm super psyched.
2: She will definitely be there because a lot of like the older A-list celebrities have like pulled out because of hashtag COVID. So (laughs) they're really looking at like a different generation. And Olivia Rodrigo, I mean, I know three designers who just love to get like the hottest young thing and will absolutely be clamoring over to dress her. Versace, Alexander Wang, Jeremy Scott. Absolutely, she will be going with one of those if she doesn't go with like a bigger American fashion house. But we will see. And now to Red Robin's spiciest moment of the week. And in the segment is also the none of your business, bro. Eskimo brother Scott Disick DM'd Jonas Benjimadja in a PDA pic of Kourtney Kardashian with her current boyfriend, Travis Barker, writing, yo, is this chick OK, bro? Like, what is this? In the middle of Italy? Sounds like someone's feeling a little shittily in Italy. Sarah Hiron, what can you tell us about this three-way love triangle that none of us asked for, but we're glad? We got.
3: Oh, I mean, this is everything I ever didn't know I needed. I forget about Eunice all the time, but they've thrown shade at him, the Kardashians, over the years. Him and Courtney dated on and off from 2016 to 2019. Um, after her relationship with Scott, but of course, before she was hot and heavy with Mr. Travis Barker all over Italy and anywhere else, really, that will take them right now during the <laughs> pandemic. Um, but Eunice took to Instagram and he shared an alleged DM between him and Scott, in which Scott Sort of lost it a little bit and messaged him, yo, is this chick okay with a bunch of exclamation a bunch of exclamation points and question marks. Bro, like what is this in the middle of Italy? Eunice then posted his reply, which was um don't matter to me as long as she's happy p.s i ate your bro and then he added a caption keep the same energy you had about me publicly privately because like i said the kardashians shade eunice all the time including at the recent keeping up with the kardashians reunion in june when they were like nobody liked the last guy and chloe's always clapping back at calling eunice toxic um and a source told us that scott you know in the heat of the moment he reached out to eunice he was Definitely embarrassed about Eunice leaking this DM. Quote, he didn't realize when he messaged him that this would happen. He DM'd him in the heated moment and was just looking for him to react the same way since they both dated courtney scott's sick of seeing photos of them splashed everywhere what really got him riled up is the effect travis and courtney's relationship is having on his relationship with courtney so sources are telling us that courtney and scott are more strange than ever she's obviously all in on travis and yeah what do you think of, of scott thinking he could confide in eunice i mean wild choice
2: I mean, it's fantastic that he's like, who's the biggest hater of the Kardashians and my ex baby mama who I can confide in. And he went to Eunice and you know just put him on blast like immediately unexpected for scott i feel like this was probably after a couple of cocktails that he was super pissed and decided to dm eunice but when i first saw it i was like oh this is so gross and then the scandal just kept getting more and more with travis barker sharing the ray lolita laughing reaction and kourtney kardashian as she does sharing something from the bible verse uh, just the reactions Like really made the story So interesting for me And I was like How how often will they go back With like shady Passive aggressive comments
3: Amelia of course Scott's girlfriend Amelia Hamlin Posting something about <laughs> kindness But then also copying Part of Eunice's Instagram his like follow up with something about How everyone should Get back to work Yeah And then Amelia made her Caption the next day Like back to work Like uh, to be a fly Like you know Kim Is the one who's usually Like leading all this stuff In the Kardashian group chat Like she's sending screenshots Like and there's Time differences involved because people are in Italy. People are in Calabasas. Like, uh, to be in that group chat. I hope they're filming this Hulu show right now.
2: They don't start until October Uh, filming. I know. I know. It is really, really sad. But we live for this drama. Gwen, what do you think of Travis, Courtney, you, this drama? Are you living for it? Do you want them to shut the hell up? What is going on? All I can
1: really discuss, you guys, is like their crazy couple style. Because... Courtney was always the Kardashian sister who dressed like boho chic, kind of low-key, dare I say the classiest dresser of the three. And now, like, she wears, like, strings that she ties on with, like, chaps. And I I don't know what's happening. She's a mom, you guys. If you want to see all of the wild style that they wore, have been wearing in their trip to Italy... You know what to do. Go to usmagazine.com stylish. It is really astounding to see outfit after outfit. It's just, it's, it's out of control.
2: There, the, what I love about those ridiculous outfits that she's wearing are the memes that come out of it with like her and Megan Fox and MGK, and yeah. they were like the servers with the kitchen staff or like actors with the like stage crew. It's just that's just all fantastic to me.
1: Totally, and they're morphing more and more into each other. Those two couples that we kind of have always been
3: confused by, they're
1: really starting to like morph into one
3: and shocking that all still going very strong like i i I thought maybe someone would break by now but no i'm still
2: waiting i'm still waiting for the denise richards heather locklear boyfriend girlfriend switch to happen in a year or two that's what i really really am looking forward to Let's move into our next topic, Kim and Kanye, the couple that, you know, we will be talking about until we are on our deathbeds, because they are so famous and so scandalous. We have a new update on them, and it's off of Kanye's Donda album, and it's less crazy than you might think. Kanye has a song that apparently, you know, called Hurricane, that... I'll just read you the lyrics. It goes, here I go acting too rich. Here I go with a new chick. And I know what the truth is still playing after two kids. Now we reached out to sources and a source confirmed to us that Kanye is in fact, alluding to all the problems that he caused in him and Kim's marriage. This song is, this is from the source. This song is a testimony from Kanye about everything that went wrong. And with him taking accountability, the source says the lyrics really speak for themselves. So with that, And with the lyrics, we can decipher that Kanye is admitting to cheating on Kim and even before the two kids, it's a little bit confusing. Sarah Huron, what did you think of this new development in the Kim and Kanye
0: fiasco?
3: I mean, I think it's so interesting for a lot of reasons. Obviously, we've seen Kim publicly support the Donda album several times now. She's been at all the listening parties. Last week when he did the big one, she wore the wedding dress and they kind of recreated their wedding. Um, And, you know, some sources are saying that he's trying to get back with her. And other sources are saying that Kim is certainly hesitant, but she's also seeing a growth in Kanye. And she's thinking about the kids and he, they've had a better couple months being separated than they had during the last couple years of their marriage. So then to have him kind of publicly own up to this alleged affair, I wonder if he's really just laying it all out there and if Kim is gonna take this as a last ditch effort one chance or if her to be like, okay, like now everyone will know everything, but like, I'm still over you. I think it's so interesting that, you know, she carried her first two kids and then she had a surgery for the last two kids because of preeclampsia. But now knowing that there was maybe an alleged affair in between the babies, like why did she keep having these kids? Did she know about it at the time? Like I have more questions. And again, I'm very upset that there's no e-cameras following these people right now. Like what the hell is going on?
2: I know we're just going to have to take what they share with us but yeah sources did say that Kim would love to bring their family back together because of the kids and that Kim loves being a part of Kanye's art um, and it's not controversial um, as it was even though he brought out Marilyn Manson and DeBaby during his show Kim didn't think it crossed the line and she has been desensitized to his antics so overall this week and important to note that the source tells us that while she was in that Balenciaga couture wedding dress This was not a vow renewal, new marriage situation. This was just a performance piece. Gwen Flamberg, should she take him back? Is she silly? What is going on? What do you think? Give her some marriage advice.
1: I really think that these two are better not together. So I hope that that's how it pans out. I will say that I was. Really stoked by the whole wedding dress antic. Like it was very exciting. And it was like such a whoa moment that, you know, good for them for pulling that off. Just
2: when you think and right after he lit himself on fire, the show never (laughs) stops. Never, if we could have predicted this, we would have all been wrong that Kanye will light himself on fire and then remarry Kim Kardashian at the final Donda listening party. Well, speaking of couples getting back together, Jen Garner is having it her way now that she's back with the Burger King himself, John Miller, who is the CEO of Cali Burger. You know, it is hard to resist a good set of buns. A source tells us that they are spending a lot more time together and they have been they've been keeping the kids separate from their relationship for a long time. But now they plan on to incorporate their kids more. It seems like they are really going strong and getting more serious. Now, I... uh we don't really know a lot about the Burger King, John Miller, except that he has a really fun nickname. So I'm glad that they're back together and we get to make more Burger King jokes. Um, Sarah Huron, what are your thoughts about her getting back with him? Are you happy? Are you sad? Are you wildly indifferent? And is this because of JLo?
3: I mean, I love Jennifer Gardner and I root for her happiness at all times. I think it's great that she does this little more low key. Um, I mean, we've seen Ben <laughs> and Jen do Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez at every every step and breath they've taken in the last couple of months um, from the mall to the Dunkin Donuts. And I just think it's good for Jen to keep it low key. However, of course this has something to do with Jennifer Lopez. I mean, we've seen the pictures of Ben and Jen's kids with J-Lo. We've seen Ben Affleck with J-Lo's twins. I'm pretty sure there was something on usmagazine.com slash stylish about Jennifer Lopez buying um, necklaces for Ben Affleck's daughters. There's clearly... um you know, a lot of Brady Bunchness happening here. And I think Jennifer Gardner wants in too. So I think that's why the Burger King and her are getting all their kids together too. There's a lot, there's a lot going on. This would be a reality show I would love to watch actually.
2: Yeah, called Hot Cross Buns. Gwen Flamberg, what do you think about this?
3: I
1: love this guy for Jen Garner. I did from the beginning of when they were dating because he's like a normal dude. He's not a Hollywood guy. He's not another actor. He doesn't seem to have those narcissistic qualities qualities that some do in tinseltown so i think that this is a great relationship for her i don't know that it was necessarily this rekindling was necessarily brought on by genjamin i think maybe it was just the right time for Jen garner that's where i'm going with it she's a pretty strong chick you know does her own stunts like i don't think that she would be influenced by genjamin in fact i think she's probably Really happy that there's someone who's potentially a really great long term good influence on Ben.
2: Yeah. Whoever keeps Ben on the straight and narrow, Jen Garner is here for it. And so. we said it a thousand times that wherever any big A list movie star goes through a breakup, we're like, get with a normal business guy, date out of the spotlight, just get someone who's, you know, wildly wealthy on their own, but not <laughs> exactly. into Spawn Con Instagram posts. So hoping that they. Make it the distance. Well, we have a new couple heating up who might go the distance Kay Cav and Chase Rice, who I've never heard of in my life, but apparently he is a country singer. But Sarah Huron is gonna, you know, tell us about Kristen Cavallari and her new man who I just learned about.
3: Well, I will tell you that you should know about him, Travis, because he is the country singer who was linked to Victoria F on Peter's season of The Bachelor and the one that the producers shadily brought on to then serenade Peter and Victoria F on their one on one date when they had hooked up during his concert tour circuit a few months prior allegedly so chase rice no stranger to the spotlight and reality television now dating Kristen cavallari quote according to a source it's very new but they really like each other they've been spotted around nashville on a couple days dates she's been to one of his shows and they're taking things slow so I think this is classic k Cav post-Jay Cutler. You know, she dated that comedian, Jeff Dye. She was hanging out with the Southern Charm guys. Now she's with the country singer. I think she's just kind of playing the field, not looking to get into anything serious, but she's got her kids half the time and she's only 34 years old. She's hitting the town. Um, from my understanding, these two might both err on the conservative side and uh, on the same COVID, COVID path. So maybe that's <laughs> how they bonded. Um, vaccines, maybe not their thing. Um, <laughs> Allegedly. So they kind of check out. I think it's interesting that Jay Cutler also launched a podcast and has kind of been talking about dating. And I just feel like it's never really not. It's over between Jay and Kristen, but like the the wanting to, you know, one up each other, the dating, the public eye stuff. I don't think that's going anywhere. So this just makes me think I don't know if Chase Rice is it for Kristen Cavallari, but it makes me think who will Jay Cutler be seen with next. Hmm.
2: This is sort of the complete opposite of what we were talking about with Burger King, John Miller, yes. is that K-Cav is going for a guy who loves the spotlight, who we've seen pop up a couple times. And I'm not try- trying to say that he's trying to sleep his way to the top, but I'm not saying that he's not either. It's just like <laughs> the complete wrong type of guy that I think you as a Kristen Cavallari fan, Sarah, would have not. Liked for her.
3: Yes, to make it clear, I am fully vaccinated, but um, I have loved the hills and Laguna Beach from day one. So yes, I do like, her.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but I also support your COVID vaccine. Congratulations.
0: Red Robin is bringing the heat with its limited-time summer heatwave menu. Put some sizzle into your summer with the new Scorpion Gourmet Burger with pepper jack and jalapeno coins. Or share some scorpion wings drizzled in scorpion pepper sauce and Whiskey River BBQ. And cool off with a refreshing pineapple chili margarita. If spicy isn't your thing, Red Robin has more than 25 gourmet burgers with free refills of bottomless fries on the side. Red Robin's summer heatwave is on. All summer long, but hurry in. It's only for a limited time. Well, we have some
2: messy ex news to get into. Thank you, X. The Today Show host, Matt Lauer, still runs in the same social circles as his ex-wife, Annette Rock, and they were spotted at a country set event in the Hamptons on Sunday. Um, The disgraced Today Show host was spotted mingling with his new girlfriend, Shaman Abbas, on Sunday at this country set event that I'm not quite sure what it is. I bet Gwen can fill us in. In the Hamptons, well, as ex-wife was just a few feet away matt was seen talking closely with his girlfriend canoodling whispering in her ear the normal stuff no making out but definitely canoodling and but luckily mauer's lauer's ex-wife successfully avoided an awkward run-in with them However, they were not photographed together at any point throughout the event. And just in case you need a reminder, in June 2019, Matt Lauer and his ex-wife finalized their divorce with a multi-million dollar settlement. Um, The pair split after he was fired from NBC after sexual misconduct claims. And at the time, Us Weekly confirmed that his ex-wife was awarded up to $20 million in assets, including the couple's Hampton's house in Watermill. Now, he began dating this new girlfriend in December 2019 Um, and she is uh, an owner of a luxury luxury brand marketing firm and she had known Matt for about 10 years and their relationship had only turned romantic I guess when he had no other people that wanted to date him
1: exactly
2: (laughs) Gwen Flamberg uh, what did you think after seeing this story
1: I just, my biggest thought is like, how could somebody date someone who's a known sexual predator? I just don't get that.
0: I mean,
1: sexual predator that there just happened to have been a television show made based upon, you know, I, I just don't get it. And everybody, you know, Matt Lauer was like an America sweetheart type before the truth came out. I don't know that Annette rock. I believe that people who have kids together need to stay in each other's lives. And so it's not surprising to see them at the same event, but um, you know, I don't know about this other woman who's dating Matt for years now. Listen, I hope that she doesn't get trapped in any room when he pushes a button Thompson.
2: (laughs) Well, you know, they, of course, parents have to stay you know civil when they have kids together. But Matt and his ex wife were not speaking at the event. They were not photographed together. They did not cross paths at all. So while they're still going to the same event, they could have not talked about this. This could be like a power move where Nett's like, this is my event. I am the queen of country set. And Matt Lauer is like, oh no, this is the one event they will still allow me back yeah, into. exactly. I am attending Country Set. So it, on, what are your thoughts? I was on just this gonna message?
3: say they've both been hiding out in the Hamptons for a while now, right? Like I feel like we were yeah. Really see Matt Lauer or and I don't really look for his ex-wife, I guess, sightings. Um so this makes sense to me because like you said, I guess this is a, a, a social circle that is still socializing with Matt Lauer and his ex-wife, and they're probably new significant others. So it makes sense they go to the same events because I can't imagine how many events Matt Lauer is just running around. And I feel like he's been hiding in the Hamptons for like two years. This event yeah. must have been thrown by a mutual friend, probably yeah. someone who they were
1: friends with as a couple and now they're kind of separately friends with. But listen, I don't know about you guys, it's like I'm always so excited these days when there is something that I can go to. For instance, yep. I went to an event last night, even though the predictions for the weather were <laughs> rather dire. So left my house in a satin miniskirt. Oh. Yeah, didn't bode well. Didn't bode well. Came home soaking <laughs> Rob, wet, but I lived it Ida. On
2: The only thing that could make the story better is if Matt Lauer was also in a satin miniskirt. I think that might get the public a little bit more on his side about being a little (laughs) kooky. Just an idea for Matt Lauer and whatever team you have left. All right. Well, we have more gentleman news. Jennifer Lopez isn't the only one getting lucky with Ben. We're doubling down on her mother, Lupe's camo and Ben Affleck's new gambling ad. She can be spotted at the one minute mark shouting, come on, Lupe, you can do this girl, just like the sots, shots, slots in St. Louis. I'll give it 10 to one that Benjamin is here to stay. Now, did you guys see Lupe cameoing in Ben Affleck's new gambling commercial? Also, he had a little problem with that. So it's a little weird. Sarah on, what are your thoughts? Uh,
3: that was my initial instinct. I was like, why is Ben Affleck the face of this new sports gambling app when I thought maybe there was some some struggles there um, to go along with maybe some of the substance abuse stuff, but whatever. He looks great in the ad. Um, we saw them filming together in Las Vegas a few months ago, and that was at the very beginning of Benefer 2.0. So it was actually kind of interesting confirmation that he was spending time with her mom. Um, clearly, it's, it's been made pretty clear, I think, that the Lopez camp is more Team Ben than they ever were Team A-Rod. <laughs> I feel like we've seen Ben with her sister. We've seen him now with the mom and the commercial. Like, I think that the Lopez fam is all in on Ben Affleck. And the commercial made me laugh. I thought it was so funny to watch her, like, rooting for herself at the slot. <laughs> Apparently, she won big, like, millions of dollars on some slot machine in, like, two
2: thousand two. She did. Yeah. She yeah,
3: did. Randomly. Model. Yeah. So
2: good for her and good for them. Yeah, Gwen, what do you think of these slots?
1: (laughs) Go Lupe. I love Lupe. I love Lupe's relationship with J-Lo like their entire life. I've kind of loved it. And hey, Lupe likes to play the slots and she is hashtag winning. And now, you know, Ben is too. Although, wasn't wasn't part of his yes. rehab about gambling addiction?
2: It <laughs> absolutely was. That was very concerning. Ben has had notorious troubles with gambling. <laughs> um, and I saw Jennifer Lopez at Foxwoods once, and I saw her mother uh, gambling down at the casino, and she was like throwing him back, throwing the money. She looked like she was having a good time, but like maybe a little bit too good I of a want to time. Hang <laughs> Lupe seems so fun and energetic, but hopefully this is them, you know, putting their like gambling issues to good use. Uh, uh, great. We're, we're gonna say it's great. Fantastic. <laughs> So we talked about the Alta Moda show at Dolce & Gabbana and you've heard of Flash sales, but what about Flash hail at the d show? <laughs> Celebrity guests in attendance included Jennifer Lopez, Vin Diesel, not sure why, Heidi Klum, Helen Mirren, Kris Jenner, Kourtney Kardashian, Travis Scott, and they each received a swag bag that included a bucket and a mop for that wet ass Dolce <laughs> because during the finale of the show, There was an immense hailstorm that just came and struck down everyone. All the celebrities were seen running away. It was like mass hysteria. But the best part about this story is that it was during the finale. All of the models were on stage. I think there was a hundred there was one hundred and ten looks. So almost that amount of models on the stage. And they just stood there and like brave the hail. And it was one of the most amazing things I've ever seen. (laughs) The videos were hysterical. Gwen Flamberg, what were your thoughts about this hailstorm?
1: There is no place in the world that is more dramatic or sexier than Venice. And I think that someone up there just cooperated with making the show very memorable (laughs) by bringing on hail, which is unusual for Venice this time of year and Venice in general. I mean, obviously, you know, the weather has been a little kooky all over the globe this summer. But I think that that hailstorm was hilarious because you saw celebrities scrambling, getting soaking wet, hobbling on their heels. I mean, it's a good thing that the models stayed put because they would have been slipping and sliding all over that runway.
2: Yeah, it was a, for a time for a hailstorm. It was pretty, pretty good. Well, Nini Leakes seems to have a hailstorm in her own life. That is so sad. I was really a like triggered by this news. It was so sad about the passing of her husband, Greg Leeks. Sarah so Huron, take us into this tragic story that hit me a little harder than I thought it would.
3: I know. I mean, we've seen Nene and Greg go through a lot of ups and downs in the real house of Atlanta got divorced They got back together we watched it all on her wedding special um and the last couple seasons ever since nini came back to atlanta i feel like a lot of people and myself included never really felt like it was classic nini it never really like worked again i, I feel like she was not necessarily happy to be there and it was kind of disappointing but it you know it turned out behind the scenes that greg was going through a pretty intense cancer battle and he was in remission a few years ago, but um, it came back. And a couple days ago, earlier in August, um, Nini was at an event where, um, a guest accused her like of being rude at her, um, Georgia Lenithia lounge. Um, and she got emotional and took the microphone and she said, my husband is transitioning to the other side. You don't know what we're dealing with right now. So when people approach and say, you're rude because you don't say happy birthday and my husband is at home dying, I don't want to say happy birthday. And a few days later, a representative for the leaks family confirmed that Greg did <laughs> indeed pass, lost his battle with colon cancer at the age of 66 um the statement was today the leaks family is in deep pain with a broken heart after a long battle with cancer greg Leeks has passed away peacefully in his home surrounded by all of his children very close loved ones and his wife Nene Leeks. we ask that you pray for peace and strength over their family and allow them time to mourn in private during this very very difficult time
2: Oh, so sad. Greg was such a calming influence on Meanie. He really brought her down to earth. They split and then got back together and they were one of my favorite Bravo couples out of nowhere the second time around because he seemed to be such a calming and amazing presence for her. Well, let us move to a Britney Spears update from a story we've been talking about for the last three weeks. Uh, Britney Spears has, you know, swerved and curved some assault charges. We heard last week that she smacked a cell phone out of her housekeeper's hands after a housekeeper took her puppies to the bed and would not return them. But now the charges have been dropped, but the drama did not stop there for Britney Spears. Jamie Spears, her dad and villain to all of America, filed documents explaining um, that he has no issues stepping down from his role as conservator, but he needs two million dollars to do it. So Britney's new lawyer contested that two million dollars and including five hundred thousand dollars for lawyer fees paid directly to Jamie Spears's company. And it is a Disaster. Her new lawyer said Jamie is now on notice when it comes to expecting more money before choosing to step down from his, his involvement. The status quo is no longer tolerable and Britney Spears will not be extorted, he says in the documents obtained by us Weekly. Sarah on wh- why does this man want $2 million to step down? This is so sleazy and gross.
3: I mean, yeah. Homeboy has taken enough. I think there's plenty of proof that Britney has funded his life for the majority of his life and has given him plenty of money. Um, yeah. I hope the court sees that. I feel like him and Brandon Blackstock are hanging out somewhere <laughs> trying to steal money from hard working, badass women in Hollywood. And then the housekeeper, it's like, I'm glad they you know, found no, that charges were not necessary and they were dropped because if we're not going to give Brittany credit for all the amazing stuff she's done in the last decade because they said she was on you know needed a conservator then it got, if something did happen with the cell phone then how can we even blame her for that if it even happened which who knows if it did it's just not fair to you know pile on her when she's down and I'm sure the housekeeper if there was something you know settled or whatever is going to be just fine and I just everyone needs to like lay off Brittany, and Jamie needs to go away.
2: Yeah, I'm sure her hand is fine from having a phone slapped out of it and assault charges do not need to be. Who
3: hasn't slapped a phone out of someone's hand in a heated (laughs) moment? I mean, (laughs) uh, please.
2: Exactly. She didn't Naomi throw it in her face. Give the girl a break. Do you guys know what it's time for? Oh, Celebrity Birthday Boxing Mania. Yes, it's time for Celebrity Slap a Cell Phone out of a housekeeper's hand. Well, we have three rounds today for some Celebrity Birthdays. Days this week, let's celebrate them by throwing them in a ring and seeing what happens if they decide to assault each other with their hands and cell phones. Gwen Flamberg, first bout is to you. We have Cameron Diaz, 49 years old, this week versus Tori Amos, who is 58 this week.
1: Tori Amos, very soulful, lovely lady, but Cameron Diaz has reinvented herself from an actress to a winemaker. So, of course, I'm going to go with Cami D.
2: <laughs> Great wine, too. Really don't get a hangover. No sugar. Really into that wine brand. Um, Sarah Huron, next is to you. David Arquette is 50 this week versus Jonathan Taylor Thomas, who is 40 this week. Wow,
3: 2 husbands. has-beens. Um, sorry <laughs> How <minutes>.
2: dare you? <laughs>
3: sorry, Mr. Courtney Cox and Mr. Home Improvement. <laughs> Uh, Former
2: Mr. Courtney Cox. (laughs)
3: Yeah, I'll give, let's give it to JTT just because when those photos of him resurfacing uh, were on us weekly a few weeks ago, they got a lot of traction, a lot of of page views for UsMagazine.com. So clearly he's still got something left in him. Um, I did see David Arquette in a Punky Brewster, Soleil Fry's Kid 90 documentary. Um, But JTT, I'm going to give it to him.
2: Good for you, JTT. Those pictures were so hard for us to get. We worked for like a year to get those mother-affing pictures. Um, David Arquette was also a professional wrestler But glad you kicked oh, him out of the ring I didn't know that <laughs> Gwen Flamberg, the third round is to you Wiz Khalifa is 34 this week Versus from Stranger Things Gaden Morazzo, who is 19 years old He's the cute kid with the teeth on the show
1: I just can't believe that he's 19 Like, how is he 19? How many seasons has Stranger Things been on? That's wild you know, Wiz Khalifa's is cool, but I think maybe he might be high and a little slow. So we're going to give it to the kid from Stranger Things.
2: Oh, good for you, Gatton, 19 years old. All right, Sarah Huron, it's a three way menage. Cameron <laughs> Diaz, 49. Jonathan Taylor Thomas, 40 years old. And Gatton Bizarro, 19.
3: I mean, I've seen Charlie's Angels obviously cameron diaz ageless as Gwen said and classic film she really she's gonna call in lucy lou and drew barrymore and the angels are gonna take them down
2: good morning charlie congratulations to 49 year old Cameron diaz happy birthday and thank you to my host sarah and it is so nice to all be back together for helping me spill this piping hot celebrity this is travis cronin on us weekly's hot hollywood podcast with your weekly peek into the glamour glitter fashion and fame of your favorite celebrities after all they're They're just just like like uh... us thank you guys we'll be back next week with a new episode